Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. Art Burns here on what is my Monday morning and is your uh, Wednesday, at least if you watch it on the day that I'm recording it, which I don't know you will, but <laughs> that's what's going on. And uh, it's actually very late in the morning, um, you know, and I wanted to kind of talk about this real quick because, you know, I found myself this morning in a perfect example of what I'm always trying to explain to all of you. You, right. So so normally, especially on Wednesday morning, right, it's the beginning of the week, you know, I don't do very well with like sort of easing into the day. You know, it's just something that I'm just not, you know, it's just not a comfortable thing for me. Right. Um, when I know I have something to do. Right. I like to get it done and I like to have it behind me. Right. If I if I kind of leave, like, for instance, recording a video, you know, normally what I do, my, my morning routine is as such. Right. I wake up, I do my meditation, I, you know, sometimes I do some exercise. I haven't been doing much lately. I've just been feeling a little tired. Um, do a little bit of exercise just to wake my body up, you know, have some water, um, you know, maybe have like a banana or something, right? And then I kind of get into work, right? Like that's my idea. Now, now again, it depends on what I have going on, right? Like if, you know, knowing I always have to record a video, right? So that's always something that's kind of on my mind, right? And so what I try to do is sometimes I have early morning appointments, right? Sometimes I have to meet with people at like eight, nine o'clock, you know? And so if that's the case, then I just go right into my meetings and I, and I do my podcast after that, right? But there are other days, <laughs> like today, right, where I had a meeting at, I had a meeting scheduled at 1030, didn't wind up happening, and that happens, right? Um, you know, but then after this meeting, I've got like kind of like a lot going on after that, right? So, so that's where it becomes tricky, right? Like if I, you know, if I don't do the video, you know, my, if I don't do it, you know, before like nine o'clock, then my next available option is going to be somewhere like in the middle of the afternoon. And, and so one of the things that I concern myself about, right, or, or that concerns me about that is that, you know, what's my energy going to be like, right? And, and a lot of times I feel like, you know, it's, it's just not going to feel as good, right? But now that's where I get stuck, right? Now, as I tell you all the time, right, just practicing mindfulness and um, and emotional intelligence and, and practicing, as I tell you, does, mean, does not mean that you become immune or, or just completely, you know, absent of any, you know, getting stuck and kind of reverting back to the old sort of habitual ways, right, and, 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 and kind of allowing ourselves to get caught in not being present, right, and so... And so, so, you know, so one of the things that happens to me, right, is that if I have this video to do, it kind of just, it wears on me. And so it, so it prevents me from being present, but I shouldn't say it prevents me because it's not doing anything, right? It's just a video that's not even made yet, right? And so, so it's not that the video prevents me from being present and, and, and kind of just being open to whatever time I record the video, right? I make myself that way. Right. And so this morning I started getting a little tense. You know, I had these other I had a bunch of stuff that I had to kind of deal with, with, you know, family stuff and just, you know, kind of, you know, I had to water some plants this morning. It's just like a really busy morning for some reason. And the whole time I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I have this this meeting. And if I don't do my video before I get to do the meeting, well, then you know, who knows what, you know, who knows where I'm going to be. And so I started, you know, I started getting tense, 
right? And that's where I caught myself, right? And, and so, you know, so being present, right? Especially when we talk about mindful presence, right? Because you can be present just sort of haphazardly, you know, uh, you know, happenstance, right? I guess is the word that I'm really looking for. You know, you can stumble upon periods and moments of presence, right? But with mindfulness, what we're doing is we're cultivating presence, right? And and so so being present in mindfulness, the core aspect of that, the real like the real essence of that presence is an openness to the presence. Okay, now what that means, right, is that when we have an expectation, when we have a, a, a set sort of value of how the day is supposed to be, well, even though we might be present, you know, I, I feel like I was present this morning in my frustration, right, but I was not open, Right? I was not open to, to, to allowing things to just... Now, now, it doesn't mean that I'm allowing whatever happens to happen. Right? So, oh, well, I didn't get to do my video today, so what? No, 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 that's not at all what I'm talking about. Right? What I'm talking about is there's no reason why I can't record the video at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And and even though that doesn't fit within this sort of schema that I have about how this is supposed to happen. Right. Or how I desire it to happen. Right. Even though it doesn't fit that, it doesn't mean that it's going to be bad. Right. It doesn't mean that I can't do a podcast at 4 p.m. that might actually be the best podcast I ever did. <laughs> right. There's no telling. Right. And that's the way that our expectations can oftentimes show up as judgment, right? Like that's how it works. That, that's how it sort of sneaks in there on us, right? That, that when I have this expectation, like recording a podcast after, and, and there's also sort of the logistic part of this, right? That I know that if I don't record it till four, well, then many of you won't get to even see it today, right? Because you're already home with your family and making dinner and all that kind of stuff. And so maybe your opportunity to see it now has been taken away from you. And that's also an obligation that I have, right? So there's, so there's some legitimacy to this, right? But, but again, right, to make assumptions that you're making dinner and can't listen to the podcast at 9 p.m. instead at after dinner, right? That's an assumption that I'm making, right? That is, that assumption comes from my judgments, right? And so, so taking a step back this morning, right? And realizing that, you know what? <laughs> if I get all, you know, and I started to feel myself getting tense this morning and I know where that's going, right? I know the next step is to, you know, raise my voice or snap at one of my family members or, or, or slam a door or something like that because I'm frustrated, right? I know that's where it's going to head, right? Because now that's not an assumption. That's not an expectation. That's not a judgment. That's knowledge, right? That's, that's understanding the feeling of my body, the, the, the way way in which my nervous system is interacting with what's happening right now, right? So, so, so therefore, right, when I started feeling that this morning, right, that's when I, I realized like, oh, oh, wait a second, 
hold on a minute, you know, let's take a few breaths, right? Let's, let's not. And, and, and it's very crucial also that I didn't skip my meditation to get this done. Right. And, and that's the whole point, right? That, that if I was, if I allow myself to get tense and aggravated and frustrated and, and, and allow that to get into my body, right? Well then, well then I'm probably going to do a bad, a, a not bad, not effective podcast, right? Not only that, how am I showing up to the meetings that I have with people, right? People who rely on me to show up in a certain way, right? And so, so in, in, a, in a major way, in the interest of, of doing the work, I'm sabotaging the work, right? And so that's where it just, you know, you kind of look at it and you say, okay, hold on a second. This doesn't make any sense. And so instead now, what do we got to do, right? What's the next step now? If you said accept, you're right. Because what I needed to do this morning was just to simply accept that this Wednesday morning, aka Monday morning for me, is simply going to be different <laughs> from many others. It doesn't mean that it's worse. It doesn't mean that it's better. It means simply and exclusively that it's different. Better or worse is to be determined, right? That That's still out there. We don't know what's going to happen there. It could wind up being that I record at 4 o'clock and, and, you know, I get messages from people like, oh, my gosh, that was the worst podcast ever, you, you know, and it came so late and I, it didn't benefit me at all. Art, what are you doing here? Okay, well, now that's information and that's energy. Now I can, I can take that in and now I can make a logical and, and you know, evidence-based, <laughs> you know, redirection here, right? I can change my plans based on the information that has arisen, right? But to make assumptions is completely different. Right. And so so a lot of what we're talking about here with the acceptance and with the openness and the curiosity of mindfulness, right, is to see what happens. Right. Record the darn podcast at four o'clock and see if there are any negative ramifications from that. See if maybe there are some positive ramifications. Maybe this is the way that I'll record my podcast forever right? We just don't know. And that's the whole point, right? So allowing it to arise, allowing it to be, that's where we can sort of play with things and we can learn and we can discover at that point, right? Because as I say, who knows, maybe recording at four o'clock is the best way to do it. How will I possibly know? Now, it turns out that I'm not recording it at, at four o'clock after all, because the meeting that I had scheduled that was kind of causing a little bit of this kerfuffle, it was canceled. And so that's the other point, right? That while I'm two hours ago getting frustrated and, and, and uptight for a meeting that was canceled, right? So imagine if it did go to the ultimate you know, negative place of me getting frustrated and yelling at my kids or something like that. And now the meeting's canceled anyway. Like, what? Look what I've done. Right? And so, so that's just yet one more reason, one more piece of evidence 
that shows that, that it's just, you know, it's always in our best interest to be present, to be accepting, and to be compassionate. You know, I usually add curiosity onto there, but I think, again, I think the curiosity is inherent in the presence, right? Because it's a curious presence, if you will, right? But when I can do those things, and, and again, it all comes out of the fountain of awareness, right? Like, like, you know, if I'm not self-aware, then none of this occurs to me, right? None of this even pops up. Like, I, I can't, I just, you know, if I'm not aware, then, then what happens then is that, you know, yeah, I slam the door, I yell, I whatever, and then I'm just seeing the consequences of that. Right. I'm seeing my family be upset. I'm seeing me be upset. I'm seeing, you know, whatever it is that's happening, but it's the results. That's the only way that I see it. Now, there is another aspect of mindfulness. Right. That that and this is the 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 absolute, you know, I said the core before, but this is even deeper in the core. Right. Which is the the ability to sense in real time what's going on. Right. Because it was that that tension that I sensed in my body that allowed me to even consider any of this, right? Allowed me to even, you know, again, be aware of it, right? And, and that awareness only comes through presence, right? Because if we're not present, right, if we're not truly here, truly grounded in the present moment, then I have no way of, of developing that awareness, right? It comes through the open presence and the acceptance and the compassion. So the other day, um, I, I'm in this, this course that, um, it's called the Comprehensive uh, Six-Month Course on Interpersonal Neurobiology, and it's hosted by Dr. Dan Siegel, who, you know, back in the day, <laughs> right, when I was, you know, teenager or whatever, and yeah, even in my 20s, you know, you asked me, okay, if there's anybody you could, like, go and have dinner with, you know, who would it be, alive or dead? You know, it'd be Jerry Garcia, it'd be David Bowie, it'd be Keith Richards, it'd be, uh, you know, maybe at various times it was authors and, you know, like like Tom Robbins at one point, like, dude, <laughs> I would want to go and, and sit down and, you know, like, have a couple of drinks with Tom Robbins and see what happens there, you know? And there was, you know, many others, right? But if you ask me now, <laughs> it's like, give me Dan Siegel and give me Richie Davidson and give me, um, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who I'm just starting this book, um, this beautiful book. I'm just starting the biology of belief uh, was recommended to me by a friend. Um, you know, these are the people who, I'm, who I, I long to talk to. And I actually got to talk to uh, Dr. Siegel. He told me to call him Dan. So, <laughs> <laughs> like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I just watched the replay because I was trying to, you know, remember something that he said in the answer. <laughs> I came off just like this blushing, you know, groupie or something. <laughs> it was so silly. But anyway, um, so in this uh, in this course, though, um, Dan 
my friend Dan says uh, says something really really powerful, and this is something that he calls he says it's their motto at what he calls the Mindsight Institute. That's his kind of um, you know organization, and and the quote is that um, uh, hold on, let me read it so I don't get it wrong. <laughs> Uh, pardon me. Go to the little black book. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> Integration made visible is kindness and compassion. Integration made visible is kindness and compassion. So what that is saying, what my dear friend Dan and, and the person who I idolize is saying is that when we are in an integrated state, right? Now, there's many ways that we can integrate, right? There's, there's a left-right integration of our brain. There's a front-back integration of our brain. There's a top-bottom integration of our brain. There's also the integration of our, of our body, right? Like the real going down and integrating our gut and our heart with our brain, right? There's that integration. And then there's also the integration of outside of me, right? In the system of you and me, or what Dan calls we, right? <clears throat> so, so when we develop this integration on any of these levels, right? What, what's going to come out of that is a natural state of kindness and compassion, right? So in other words, when you are walking around in your life in a state of integration, then you are going to act in ways that are kind and compassionate. And so I ask you now, what about the opposite? And this is a lesson, I think, right? Because when we see someone who is, because, because really what we're saying here with this, this statement that Dan is, is saying, and he's really boiling down just, you know, decades of, of research and understanding, right? Which is that, the human brain, the human body, the human essence is wired and, and, you know, made to be compassionate and kind, right? That's why when we're in our optimized state, that's the only expression we have, right? It's not like we have to cultivate kindness and compassion when we're in an integrated state. Our integrated state create kindness and compassion, right? That is the expression. That is the integration made visible, okay? And so what that tells me is that our normal natural state as human beings is kindness and compassion, right? You get that logic? So therefore, if we see somebody in our life who is acting in a way that is not kind and not compassionate, Right. When we see the guy, you know, rushing around the house in the morning and 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 worrying about, you know, this meeting that he has and, and starting to get cranky with his kids and these kind of things. Well, if we see somebody like that, and for me, that would have been looking in the mirror this morning, which I did. You know, I looked internally in my interoception and I saw that that's what was going on. Right. And so as soon as I see that that's what's going on. And this is true for you too, right? If you go to the office today and your manager or your boss or whatever is in a cranky mood and not being compassionate and not being kind, 
even if that's the way your boss has been forever, it's a very clear sign that your boss lacks integration. Right? It's a very clear sign that your boss is working in disintegration or whomever in your life, right? Whether it's, you know, somebody in your family who seems to be having a rough time like I was this morning, right? Or somebody driving out on the road flipping you off or somebody in a, a, a store that's, you know, like, you know, you know, elbowing your their way in front of you to get to something or, you know, or, or you know, uh, somebody at a ticket booth who's snappy and, and angry with you, even though you've not done anything, right? Even if you had, right? Um, you know, when we see these things, when we can see this behavior in others or ourselves, Right. When we see ourselves acting in ways that are not compassionate and not kind. So when we see it in ourselves or others. Well, what we can recognize in that moment is that the person whom we're looking at, whether it's ourselves or someone else in our life, that person is currently disintegrated. Right. They are currently working in a place that has no integration in their brain, in their body, in their relationships. Right. And so what this means is that the normal sort of, you know, equation that we usually go through. Right. Somebody's mean to me. I'm mean back to them. Darn it. Right. I'm not going to let somebody get get away with that. Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> when we see somebody in that state. What we can do is we can recognize that, wow, you know, this person's having a really hard time right now. And so maybe, just maybe, the best thing I can do is not to, exp you, know, you know, throw myself down and say, you're not going to be mean to me. I'm not going to allow that to happen, right? Or, or to push back somehow, like, hey, what's wrong with you today? Why are you being so, you know, grumpy today? Cheer up, man, <laughs> right? Like, like, those are the normal sort of reactions that we sometimes have to people who are treating us with outside of compassion and, and kindness, right? But my, my, my challenge to you here, right, is to, to, to recognize that when that person is expressing themselves in that way, even if, again, even if that's the only way you've ever seen them express themselves, when you see that kind of behavior that, again, lacks kindness and compassion, well, then you know that that person is dealing with a state of a physiological and neurological state that is out of, dis of integration. And, and therefore, they are experiencing either chaos or rigidity or some back and forth of both. Right. But either way, what we know is that they are not feeling good. Right. They are feeling very uncomfortable. They are probably, you know, struggling very much, even if they would never tell you that, even if they don't even realize that they're struggling. They are. And it does not feel good when you're in a place of disintegration. In that place of disintegration, you can also know that these people are probably 
and this could be true for you too. If you find yourself in a time lacking integration and it can happen to anybody at any time, even somebody who's practiced for a decade here, right? <laughs> you know, it can happen, right? And when we notice it happening, right? What's the, the real beneficial thing that we can do is to try to bring some, some help to that person, right? Bring some understanding, bring some empathy and some compassion of our own to that person. And maybe, just maybe, we can inspire them. Because remember, as I told you last week, even just practicing compassion and kindness creates integration. It's not just a one-way street. It's a, you know, it's an infinity sign right? It, it keeps going and it's, it's reciprocal and it's, and it's, it's, it's a feedback loop. It's self-fulfilling, if you will. And so when you see that, that disintegration in someone, well, consider offering them some kindness in that moment instead of fighting and pushing back. You know, allow it to, to, to be soft and, and allow yourself to, you know, again, in the, in the openness and the curiosity of presence, see what happens. See what happens if I decide instead of the usual, you know, pushing back on somebody, instead, I soften up and I, and I allow myself to show kindness in the face of unkindness and see what happens. So you may have, some of you might be friends with me on Facebook, and you might have seen me post a, a little meme of this whole uh, thing that we're talking about, that quote yesterday. And so it got me thinking this morning, and I'll be honest with you, it's not just this morning. I have this post-it note on my desk so so long it's like all wrinkled and doesn't even stick anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, but it, the note says, um, uh, create a Facebook group for this podcast. And so I did that this morning, right? While I was, I had like 10 minutes before this, uh, the call, you know, that I didn't realize was going to be canceled. You know, I had 10 minutes. I was like, okay, what do I do? So, <laughs> well, I started a group. Okay. I, I started a group called showing up to your life. And, uh, I picked this, this like picture of some guy, like kind of meditating in front of a sunset, you know, I'm not married to that. It might change. We'll see. Uh, but I'm going to put the link to this group in the description here, okay? Because I think it's time for us to start getting social with each other, right? I really would love to see our, our little community here, you know, grow into the social media kind of world. And, and the reason for that is because in Facebook groups, it's really kind of wonderful. Now, first of all, the group right now is is public, right? But I, I plan once we get some members in, you know, probably make it private so we can really, you know, share things here and we can know that we're sharing it only with people who are, you know, within the community, people who we can trust to support us and be compassionate and kind towards us, right? Um, so for right now, it's, it's public. I invite you to invite whoever you think would enjoy it, okay? 
And in this group, we can all share stuff, right? We can share memes, we can share ideas, we can even share jokes, whatever, just throw in pictures of your cats or your plants or your dogs or your kids, whatever, you know, it's all good. Like it can be something where we can kind of break down this wall a little bit and get to know each other a little bit more, right? And and you all get to know each other and get to know me and I get to know you. And and in this sense of community, some really amazing things can, can happen. All right. So so I just started that today, started the intention. It has been set. And so so let's see what happens. All right. So I'll put this link in the description and I invite you to just come on in. All right. And we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for listening. I wish you well. And I'll be back again tomorrow with what I hope is more helpful and um, and encouraging information. So uh I hope you're well, and I will be back again tomorrow, as I just said, <laughs> and uh, I wish you well. And that's worth saying twice. Take care, everybody.